It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can win the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast in the state of Wisconsin. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin, working hard to bring you what's possible for your health. The Freighter and MCW Health Network is transforming the way healthcare is delivered to make it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. Today's episode is also brought to you by Brewtown Trading Co. Brewtown is the number one destination in Wisconsin for buying, selling, and trading sports cards and memorabilia, and they're giving away Packers, Bears, tickets to enter to win those tickets check them out on social media or stop into their store for more information just tell them i sent you brewtown home of the hobby's biggest hits the packers beat the dallas cowboys in dallas 34 24 aaron jones a team record tying four touchdowns on the ground uh, 180 plus yards all purpose all in and this was a game where the Packers' cornerstones had to come through, where the very core philosophy of this team was up for referendum. This was a game without Devontae Adams that you pay Aaron Rodgers a historic contract to go win, to go find a way to get the ball to Jimmy Graham and Geronimo Allison and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Aaron Jones and matriculate the ball down the field enough to win a game on the road. This is a game that you hire Matt LaFleur to commit to the running game, to find ways to to get Aaron Jones the ball consistently, to get him the 26 touches that he had, the 182 yards that he had, the four touchdowns that he had, to learn from your mistakes last week, to come through and say, what we're going to do this week is run the ball in the red zone, and we're going to do it effectively, and it's going to mean we score touchdowns. And this is the kind of game that you're paying Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith to come through for you, to pressure Dak Prescott, to harass him, to move him off his spot, to not give him time, to make him uncomfortable, to make him throw the ball to your team rather than to his team. Preston and Zadarius Smith combine for three sacks, six QB hits. They help force at least one interception, Dak threw three, Jair Alexander had one kind of gifted to him, Kevin King made a great play, should have had two, and Shannon Sullivan made an absolutely unbelievable play. These are, this is, this is your team, this is the moment, the opportunity for you to come through, to do 
everything that your team needs you to do. And the Packers did it in spades. They step, they jump out to a 14 to nothing lead, a 17 nothing halftime lead. Could have been 21 nothing if they could have scored on the doorstep. Another wonky issue not being able to score close. I just I, I, it is weird. It is bizarre. They go up 24 nothing in the third quarter. They finished the third quarter up 31-10. They were up 31 to 3 at one point. And so I know fans are going to see the final line and see that the the Cowboys came storming back and they scored 24 second half points. And to that I say, Green Bay scored 34 total points. They won by 10. Now I understand, you know, a field goal at the end would have made it a little bit different aesthetically. Dallas tried to kick a field goal. They shot themselves in the foot with a <laughs> just a terrible false start penalty on the field goal. They back up. And miss the field goal, game's over. Unbelievable way to lose a game. Now, this is the same team that had two turnovers in a row called back on penalties, one of them an extremely dubious penalty. And the Packers, yeah, they gave up some yards in the second half in particular. But they got turnovers when they needed them. They got stops when they needed them. And the offense was able to extend when it needed to. Green Bay in the third quarter actually scored 14 this week. Scored three in the fourth to push the lead a little bit. It was a 14-point lead. Dallas was was getting something going. And they create the turnover. They kick the field goal. And now it's back to a three-score game. And, And it's basically game over at that point, barring craziness. We almost got some craziness. But that included Zadarius Smith getting injured. And finishing the game, I can't believe he came in back in the game multiple times. Darnell Savage hurt in this game. Kevin King was not a hundred percent. You you have guys that are that are coming in and out. Rashawn Gary hurt in this game, and a defense at less than one hundred percent. I mean, this defense comes out and they hold the Dallas Cowboys, who until last week were the number one offense by efficiency in the league. They're just behind Kansas City coming into Week Five, number two in the league in passing number two in the league in rushing. And this Packers defense shut them out until just under six minutes in the third quarter left. This this is the first time the Cowboys have been shut out in the first half at home since 2017. I mean, this, this was an outstanding defensive performance. They gave up some yards early. And Jair Alexander had some issues with Amari Cooper. They They gave him that assignment. And they said, you got him. Now, I thought Jair played much better in the second half. That touchdown, notwithstanding, they mixed coverages a little bit. Kevin King played extremely well in this game with his interception, another one he should have had. And to do all of that, to hold the Cowboys to 24 points and to not let Zeke Elliott be a factor in this game because offensively you played so well, that is a testament to the construction of, of this team, the foundation of it, and the culture of it. And that was something Aaron Rodgers talked about after the game. The the team is looser. They like each other better. They hang out a little bit more. And he said it's because everyone is allowed to to be a a free expression of themselves. You have leaders like Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith and a coaching staff that wants to put guys in a position to succeed, which means understanding them. Well, you can't understand someone if you're forcing them to act a certain way or forcing them to do a certain kind of thing. You have to 
let someone be them in order to understand what they're good at or not good at, where they thrive and where they don't thrive. This was a game that Green Bay made it easy to stick to the run because the run was having great success. Aaron Jones, 5.6 yards a carry. It's easy to keep handing it to him when he keeps making plays, but they also kept finding ways to get him involved in the passing game. Seven catches, 75 yards. This was his best day as a pro. His breakout game came against Dallas two years ago. We didn't see Dexter Williams. This was Aaron Jones and Trey Carson. And and what that tells me is, number one, they really don't trust Dexter Williams, and I think particularly in pass pro. And number two, uh, Jamal Williams is going to be an important member of this team moving forward. Just, just the reliability that he brings and the ability to play them together. It was so clear when Carson was in the game how much less effective this offense would be with him in there because he just he can't move. He, he can be solid in pass protection, but the guy can't move. And what we saw was an offense that, you know, needed Devontae Adams and turnovers, but they got one of those things because Devontae was hurt. They got the turnovers they needed, and Rodgers did enough. He got the ball out. I mean, Aaron Jones averaged almost 11 yards a catch, and Jimmy Graham made some plays. Geronimo Allison, he he had some drops, but he also made some plays. Robert Tanyan had that incredible play up the sideline. Marquez Valdez-Scantling opens the game with a play, and he was open a lot. I mean, Matt LaFleur needs to find a way to get that connection going because it seems like Valdez-Scantling is open regularly. He is open down the field with space, and either pressure means that they can't get it to him or Rodgers is thinking he's going to go one way and he goes the other way. If they can get that on track, this offense can be really good, and I think that is something that is is a theme all season. Green Bay wins or nearly wins despite not playing its best game. We have still not seen, despite the fact that they are now 4-1 and one and 2-0 and oh away from Lambeau Field against 2018 playoff teams, we still have not seen this team play its best football. And the fact that that their best football could still be ahead of them, I think right now puts them as one of the teams to beat in the NFC moving forward. Before we move on, I want to talk about Roman. Most guys have tried different ways to last longer. But saying the Pledge of Allegiance in your head or counting backwards from 10 doesn't always work. The folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to lasting longer. Roman Swipes are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. They're effective, easy to use, and fast-acting, but don't require a prescription. Roman can ship swipes to you in a discreet, unmarked package, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet for, you know, whenever you need it. Swipes are great. They will not transfer to your partner, so you can last longer without worrying. They're super easy to use. Just take the swipes out of your pocket, Take it out of its packet, swipe it on, let it dry, and you're good to go. Right now, get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL for $10 off and free two-day shipping. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. You're worried about the Packers injury report. I get it. But what happens when you wind up on the injury report? 
The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network is transforming the way healthcare is delivered to make it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. But what exactly is academic medicine anyway? First, it's rare. There are only 120 academic medical centers in the country. The Freighter and MCW Network is one of only two in the state and the only one in eastern Wisconsin. Academic medicine makes possible leading-edge primary and specialty care, research to find innovative cures for complex diseases, and the education of the next generation of healthcare professionals. It's like having a two-time MVP quarterback under center. You know you're in good hands, and you might just see things you never thought possible. Freighter and MCW physicians have been part of many scientific discoveries of new ways to prevent and treat diseases. Still wondering what academic medicine offers you? Visit www.freighter.com academic. The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network. This is what is possible. The reopening is right around the corner and there's a chance that no one has seen your balls in months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball fro. Would you show up on the first day of school without a haircut? Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Do you really want the next person to see your down there hair to think you weren't expecting anyone to see it? No one wants that. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post quarantine life. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, water resistant, cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, the perfect one-two punch to keep your one-two punch fresh all day long. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean so you can too. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, so treat yourself for making it through quarantine with the Lawnmower 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code locked on at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code locked on. Third down is still a problem for this team. And I think third down is one of those times when you rely on your playmakers. And so Green Bay doesn't get into third and short consistently enough to be able to use Aaron Jones, who is your number one ground playmaker and probably your second best playmaker on offense. And on third and, you know, six plus, that's when you're going to look for Devontae Adams. You need players on third down and in the red zone. It's the same with defense. And Green Bay didn't have Devontae Adams. When they don't have Devontae Adams, they're going to struggle on third down if they can't get into third and short. Green Bay didn't get into third and short enough to be able to use Aaron Jones as a weapon in the run game or in the play-action game. Take the first drive. They have a, a good enough first and second down to get into third and three. David Bakhtiari tries to draw an offsides call on Robert Quinn and what happened was Quinn didn't really jump into the neutral zone, the neutral zone. Uh, and so when David Bakhtiari moves, it's just a false start. And then after that, they pick up the first down, but you have a holding call. And then all of a sudden, okay, now it is 
third and really long, and you just have no chance. Third and short makes life easier for your offense. This, this is not groundbreaking analysis. But when you don't have Devontae Adams, it is even more essential that you get into those situations because you just can't convert third and 10 if your only options are Geronimo Allison and Jimmy Graham and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. It's just, it's going to be tough against a really good defense. And that's what Dallas is. Dallas is a really good defense. So, you know, you can you look at the box score and you say, oh, Green Bay, 3 of 12 on third down. Jesus. And it's not good. It's really not good. But this is a very, very good defense. And these linebackers are incredible. And the pass rush has been solid. You have Demarcus Lawrence. And there's there's talent in the secondary. And they're extremely well coached. Green Bay has has had an unrelenting defensive schedule. And then to now go on the road and do it without Devontae Adams, of course they're going to struggle on third down. Now, what the, the data tells us is the best way to be good on third down is to avoid third down. Just don't do it. Just get first downs on first down. Just get first downs on second down. And that was something on the drives that were successful for Green Bay. They did. They were they were getting to second and short and converting. And now, okay, first down. Boom. First down. And they had 11 rushing first downs in this game. That's a big number for them this season. And to get that 100 yards is huge. This is something, you know, I touched on it earlier when I mentioned that that they haven't played their best football yet. Every game so far has been a situation where something in the Packers, some facet of their team is just not just not playing well enough. Week one, it was the whole offense, but the defense was great. And week two, you know, the offense was good early. And then in the second half, the defense wasn't as good and either was the offense. And all of a sudden you're letting the Vikings back in the game. Couldn't run the ball against Denver. Couldn't sustain drives consistently. Okay, that's a problem. Run defense was really bad. All right. You have Philadelphia. Offense, passing game is great. Uh, running game is is eh, not very good. And the defense, I thought the defense was okay in that game. Special teams was terrible. You get some turnovers, you have some problems. Okay, Dallas game, the running game is great. Passing game, a little up and down. And the defense, a little up and down. Now I want to talk about the defense because the defense also held Dallas to two of eight on third down and actually did force field goals in the red zone and in fact pushed Dallas out of field goal range on one possession and created a turnover in plus territory. This defense situationally was great. And one of the reasons that they are better situationally this year versus last year is the personnel is just better. You need guys the same way that Green Bay needed Devontae Adams to convert third and 10 is the same way this Packers defense needed Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. They needed those guys. They needed Jair Alexander to take that next step. They needed Kevin King to be this player. Kevin King put together his best game as a pro last week and then followed it up with another one of his best games as a pro. If this is the Packers' secondary moving forward, if Darnell Savage can stay healthy, and this front seven can stay healthy, this defense can be awesome. Because the talent really 
is irrepressible. They're very, very talented. And even on a day when Jair Alexander was worked by Amari Cooper a number of times, he struggled to keep his footing. Was was They were using his aggressiveness against him. And one of the things that Dallas can do that not a lot of teams can do is double move this Green Bay defense. And the reason Dallas can do it and a lot of people can't is because you can't hold up in the pocket long enough. And why is that? Because Zedarius and Preston Smith are bearing down on you. Kenny Clark is bearing down on you. Kingsley Kiki had a huge quarterback pressure uh, in a key spot. And, you know, those are things that you're just, okay, Dallas, you you did a thing and it was great and good for you. You you get paid too. You practice too. Jair Alexander still made huge plays in this game, had multiple PBUs in this game, had the big interception. He He's not going to stop playing. He had, he had a bad game against a really good receiver and one of the best route runners in football. And part of that is Green Bay was asked to defend, you know, 40-plus throws from Dak Prescott because they were winning the whole game. Green Bay was up double digits from the, the, the start, 14 nothing. 14 nothing, and it, it didn't get closer than that until the fourth quarter. I mean, 14 nothing in the first quarter, and it was, ne- it was never closer than 14 points until late in the fourth quarter. And so, of course, there's going to be a lot of plays. Dak Prescott's numbers, the, the pure yardage numbers look nice. 463, the two touchdowns look nice. Averaged over 10 yards an attempt, that looks nice, obviously. But the interceptions are a joke. I mean, you can't throw three picks. And Aaron Rodgers, he said after the game it was his best game because he took care of the ball. You play situational football effectively. Green Bay, they got touchdowns in the red zone this time. They picked up the first downs when they needed them, and they got the third down stops when they needed them. They had a quarterback that didn't turn the ball over. They played a quarterback who did turn the ball over. This is how you win games on the road. And they did it. And they did it. And they've, they've shown it now twice against big-time opponents that when they need plays, they can count on their offense to go get them some points. They did it in the second half against Chicago. They needed to extend the lead to really feel comfortable. They go down, they get a field goal. They did it on Sunday. They get the turnover. Dallas has got some momentum going. They've cut the lead to 14 Green Bay, they pick up a field goal, and now it's 17, and they've essentially ended the game, put it out of reach. And then what did the defense do? The defense shut the door, just like it did against Chicago, because it now has the horses to shut the door. They didn't have the guys. So Brian Gutekinds went out and got them, and and when I talked about the foundational aspects of this team being you know, sort of on trial on Sunday... Brian Gutekinst is is chief among them because this is all his concept. This is all his plan. And he look, he passed with flying colors. The the Smith contracts are they seemed crazy, they're not crazy. He traded up for Darnell Savage. Savage got hurt in this game, but but he's been awesome. Jair Alexander was his first draft pick, and he got an extra first round pick that turned into Darnell Savage. And he picked Matt LaFleur. And for whatever we can say about this offense and and the shortcomings of it, the run game, which was supposed to be the bread and butter of LaFleur, it was supposed to help get this offense back on track. It was a factor against a good run defense for Dallas. 
against the best duo of linebackers in the league. Aaron Jones made Leighton Vander Esch look silly in the open field a number of times. He put Jalen Smith in the ground. It's the kind of thing that I hope emboldens Matt LaFleur to continue to run the ball in the red zone, uh, continue to run the ball to set up the pass. Uh, you know, there was that little that little brief issue in the first half when I felt like they got a little conservative with the play calling. Some penalties didn't help things. They got to get that part of it cleaned up. And and as for as good as Elton Jenkins played on Sunday, and he played really, really well, they've got to get that part of it cleaned up. So there's a ton to improve on, a ton to improve on, and yet they're 4-1. and one. I mean, that is the incredible part. I said this, you know, I, I feel like I've said it after every game so far. They didn't play their best, but they won. That is what good teams do. And to go on the road and put the bang thing on Dallas, I don't care what the final score said. It was 34-24, but this game was three scores most of the contest. To go on the road and do that shorthanded without one of your best players and and without an integral piece in your offense like Jamal Williams, you lose Corey Lindsley during the game. Geronimo Allison was in and out. Aaron Jones was in and out. At defensively, you lose pieces. Your your best defensive player probably uh, goes in and out of the game multiple times. It hurts his knee multiple times, and you still come out with as impressive a win as anyone has had so far this season in terms of beating a quality opponent on the road. I mean, this is this is a team that has when it, it when and if we don't know if it if it will get there, but if they can get there. And, and get to the ceiling of what this team can be, this team can be the best team in football. That is not hyperbole. It's not homerism. It's not any of that stuff. Look at who, who they've beat. At Chicago, against Minnesota in impressive fashion, you go up 21 nothing against the Vikings. You go to Dallas and just romp in Jerry World. Those are quality quality wins and you still haven't played your best football yet all right we're going to finish up here in just a second but before we do let's talk about vivid seats make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the vivid seats app help you get there you want to go to a game you want to go to a show you want to go to a concert vivid seats has the tickets for your favorite live event enter promo code kickoff at checkout to receive a discount of up to a hundred dollars vivid seats make a memory that lasts a lifetime Listen up, Packer fans. Here is your opportunity to win free tickets to the Bears-Packers game week 15. This game could be for the division, and Brewtown Trading Co. wants to send you and a buddy for free. Brewtown is your number one destination in Wisconsin for buying, selling, and trading sports cards and memorabilia. Here is how to enter. You can go to Brewtown store on 76th and Cold Spring, just off 894 in Greenfield to receive five entries to win when you mention Locked on Packers. While you're there, check out the shop. They're always stocked with the hottest releases of wax from Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. Plus, they're always interested in your unwanted sports cards and memorabilia. They're always having events. So follow their social accounts for the latest schedule. Use the Locked on Packers hashtag on the Brewtown Facebook page or on Twitter for another free entry to win tickets. Not local? Check out their live breaks on Facebook or have them ship product directly to your house. Again, Brewtown Trading Co. located just off 894 at 76th and Cold Spring in Greenfield. And on Facebook and Twitter, Brewtown, 
home of the hobby's biggest hits. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. You got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen. He's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah. So throw a couple nuggets out on Allen, and I know he's a lot bigger a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted, and he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws, but his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Packers have the Detroit Lions on Monday night next week, which is going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, Detroit is is good; they're solid, and they're going to come to to Green Bay, and they're not going to have any fear of the Packers. They beat the hell out of them last year in Week 17. Beat them uh, with Brett Hundley. Beat them bad, man, just bad. And and they've been playing a lot better against the Packers uh, in the last few years. This is a team that took Kansas City to the brink. Uh, they beat Philly in Philly, and so Green Bay is going to have their work cut out for them. Uh, a lot to get to this week. Talking about it, uh, the, the Monday game doesn't change our schedule at all. Still going to have crossover Wednesday. Still going to have a scouting report on Thursday, the live show on Friday, and our expert Tuesday, uh, Dusty Evely from Pack Report and from Cheesehead TV is going to join us with that, and it, it should be really great. This is this is right where the Green Bay Packers wanted to be. This is where you fight to be at Week Five, and then they are you know a run <laughs> at the one yard line from being potentially five and zero. And, you know, they, they have played a much more difficult schedule than a team like the Patriots. And they have so much more to get to. So much more to go. And if they can put together these tough wins, even when you have guys hurt, you don't have Devontae Adams and you still put up 34 points on the road against a good defense, these are the building blocks. These are the, these are the check marks you want to hit, the touchstones that say, hey, we're a good team. And you don't you don't want to be the team that in in September looks all world and and teams have you know they they wait until December and I don't know if you if there is such a thing as peaking too early but it does seem like Matt Lafleur has not broken out everything yet he has not fully opened up this offense we haven't seen all of the Matt Lafleurian elements that can and and I think will come there are certainly some. You know, some plays that I think he's saving. The Packers have said that. You know, I think they they called a bunch of them against Philly that they were saving. And and so this offense is going to continue to progress. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is becoming more comfortable with it. Uh, the, the players are becoming more comfortable with it. And with Devontae Adams, if they have Devontae Adams, I mean, think about this. Last week, Devontae Adams has a career game. This week, Aaron Jones has a career game. Can you get them both going on the field at the same time? Can you get them going together? It almost doesn't matter what your defense is doing. If those guys are going at the same time and they're playing really well, 
you're not going to be able to stop this offense. And then if you do get your defense playing really well, if you've got Preston and Zadarius Smith flying off the edge and you've got Jair Alexander sticking to guys and you've got Savage and Amos patrolling the back end, it almost doesn't matter what your offense is doing. They've won both ways this year. They can win any way that they need to win. They can win ugly in a grinded out game. They can use Aaron Jones. They don't have to rely on Rodgers. They can rely on their defense or they can get they can get hot to start, jump out to a big lead and hold on. We've seen them do that. We haven't seen them win a game yet in a true shootout. This is not that. I don't think. I mean, it's certainly true that Rodgers could have had two of Jones's four touchdowns and his stats would look a lot better. And it would feel more like a shootout, but this really wasn't that. And But I, I think everyone believes, including them, that they can win a game like that if they have to, assuming Devontae Adams is on the field. So to have that malleability, that adjustability, really makes this team dangerous because they can continue to cultivate and continue to, to develop these traits as the season goes along. And you have these young players. Elton Jenkins is going to get better. Jair Alexander is going gonna, is gonna to grow from this. He's going to learn from this. You hope to see some development from Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Maybe if, if Big Bob Tanyan can stay healthy, that play along the sideline juices him up a little bit. We're getting closer to Jay Sternberger being back. I mean, th- this team, there is a roadmap here to get even better, and even better means you know being the best team in the NFC. Being better means being in the conversation for the best team in the NFL because, again, You win these games. You win these games on the road against playoff teams. You are announcing yourself to the NFL as a legitimate contender and a team that, you know, we we saw Seattle beat L.A. uh, in a game that they probably, you know, L.A. probably should have won that game. We don't know what New Orleans really looks like, but they won on Sunday. Are we sure those teams are better than Green Bay? Because there's really no one else to discuss right now. Philly could get there. Philly looked awesome on Sunday. I think Philly belongs in that conversation. They've already beaten Green Bay, but that was a very close game. I think everyone agrees that 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 was a really close game. And if we see that game again in the playoffs, that would be great. It is hard to, to, to say definitively right now that there is for sure a better team in the NFC than the Green Bay Packers. And that is not, I think, what a lot of fans expected this season. Doesn't mean they can win the Super Bowl this season, although I think they can. But And it certainly doesn't guarantee that they will. There's no such thing. But to have to be in this position here in early October and already saying, hey, they might be the best team in the league, it's not out of the question. It's not out of the question. I don't think they are, but it's, it's, it's at least a conversation worth having, and I, I don't think anyone predicted it would coalesce this quickly. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow, Expert Tuesday. Crossover Wednesday, etc. A normal week for us, despite the Monday game for the Packers. Uh, remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up, I got a lot of messages, voicemails, texts on the Locked on Packers fan hotline. I love it. Keep them coming. 920 3775 to stay locked on Packers. Thanks for
for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite college team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.